Recorded live. Hello? Hello, Evan. Hi. Hi. How How are you? you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm doing really well. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, very excited. I'm traveling super early tomorrow uh, to do a three-day training in Mexico. This one is by oh, myself. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That sounds nice. Yeah. It is. I think it will be really exciting. So, um, yeah, I'm almost done packing and everything. <laughs> so it's good. Uh-huh. Very good. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm a little tired. I think I'm getting a head cold. Um, oh, so it's making me feel a little kind of sluggish, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, that makes sense. Oh, and it's not nice at this time of year because we really want to just, you know, have more energy to be outside. But something might be happening that you're that you maybe there's a way that you need to slow down or something is going on. I bet. Yeah, it's probably slowing down. We were um, we actually went to Canada last weekend. So, uh-huh. Yeah, so it's fun, but it's just been a lot of stuff, I think, going on right now. So you went to Canada with, like, your husband and the kids, or? Um, just my husband. They're going to do a, um, an 18th century reenacting event out there in August. So he needs to go. He's helping run it. He needs to go see the site and kind of just kind of make some plans with some people there. An 18th century what kind of an event? So uh, my husband does 18th century reenacting, so like Revolutionary War. Um, uh-huh. They reenact battles and things like that. Uh-huh. Is that what he does? Is he for... Wow, that's so cool. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's been doing it his whole life, so I married into it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, and I like it. I mean, it's interesting. It's definitely interesting. So um, Now, is it a hobby there. or is it something that he does for work? Uh, no, a hobby. Um, yeah, but I'm guessing it's something that he's always very passionate about. What's that? I'm guessing that it's something that he's passionate about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and his uh, his parents have done it for a long time too. Oh, so it's like a family tradition. Yeah, you know, it's kind of fun. So it's fun, but it was a little tiring as well. It sounds like. Yeah, because yeah, we had like a. Was it a almost five-hour drive? There wow. Yeah. yeah. So tell me one thing. Can you tell me, I want we want to start, start with a little success. It could be something very, very small, but a small success that you've had this past week. It could be connected or not connected with our work at all. Um, hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. I think, well, there was, I think I had a small success as far as I was kind of frustrated with my husband and my stepdaughter. He had been away and a couple of nights he had come back and that morning that he came back, Rachel was asking for things before her bus and I was getting a little annoyed because I felt like she was going to miss the bus, but I 
Even though I was frustrated, I, I made sure I didn't say anything um, because I knew, you know, like I knew it was just my anger that wasn't well-placed mm-hmm. at that moment. So it was kind of like I didn't react on it, and then I thought about it later and just realized, you know, she's not trying to push your buttons. You know, she hasn't seen her dad. She, In her mind, she needs to get these things done, even if she didn't need to right that moment, but, and I can just step back and let them do their thing, so. Yeah. And and I talk so, about it. That, feels, that feels like a, a really good one. Did you actually get to tap on it at all as to, to really, like, release the anger? Oh, you know, I didn't think to do that. I didn't know. I talked to my <laughs> yeah. husband about it. <laughs> I didn't think to tap on it, though. No. Yeah. So you talked you talked about it with him and you had a good conversation or was it an angry one? No, no, it was good. It was good. We talked about actually on our way up to Canada we talked about it and just I said, you know, I I think even if you didn't see the improvement, I could feel I was interacting with it differently than I would have. And he's like, Well, I knew you were frustrated, he said, but I I also could tell you weren't getting involved. Like you weren't talking and trying you know, like getting angry in that moment verbally. So, I don't know. I think it was good. Yeah, that sounds like a great success. So you were able to state your truth, yes, feel, feel your feelings and honor them, and and really, like, take a step back and say, okay, this is something that I don't need to open my mouth about right this moment. Right. I will address it, you know, speaking how I feel. And feel hurt. I also think, yeah, and I think it's too. I I know, like, I just kept telling myself, you know, this, you're feeling this way, but this may not be what's happening right now, you know. Uh-huh. And you need and you need time to just. I mean, you're angry, and you still need time to process it. Um, but I don't need to make it worse by getting involved. And yeah. you know, and I need to think about it. I know, I know, like this is old stuff getting triggered and I just, you know, and, and maybe, you know, I, I'm assuming, you know, she's pushing the limit or, you know, and that maybe that's not the case. Yeah. So I, I, I feel like that's happening a little more. I still have the feeling, the feeling of like anger and frustration is still there, it's still strong, but I think it's also, I'm quicker to think like there was another moment too where I got angry. I was feeling angry, and I just thought to myself, "I'm like, this isn't really where I should be getting angry. Ang- or anger's not going to do me any good in this situation. It's not a helping feeling right now. It's not. I'm not getting angry because someone's wronging me right now in a way that's really wrong. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So that kind of that kind of dissolved. The anger dissolved when I started thinking that way. Wow, so this like the anger won't actually help me in this situation either because uh it's not it's not really what's happening or is it more like, you know, that there's the really I'm reacting to something that is not happening. I'm reacting, I think. And I'm assuming negative. Okay. From the person. Like even today, I actually came home and I was a little I'm I'm still kind of annoyed. Uh by a coworker um, one of our supervisor is out today, and she was out yesterday, and asked if we could help with the dismissal time at school. So I 
that I would help today. This person was out yesterday. I didn't even know she was in today. So, and then she responded, well, I already talked to this other person, and I'm going to do it. And then there's an exclamation point. And I was just like, okay, but you didn't respond back to that other email, so how would I know that? And then I was just thinking, you know, I don't know, I just keep thinking, you know, maybe that's not her tone. Maybe her tone isn't, like, she's mad at me for saying I was going to help. Maybe it's just she's saying, oh, I already already talked about it. It's fine. So I I, I probably need to just talk to her tomorrow. And clarify. Yeah. But I'm still kind of, like, the anger is hard for me because... Uh, the anger, say that again. The anger is what? I'm sorry. Uh, the anger is hard for me because I, I think I just, I don't know. I assume from a history, you know what I mean? Like I, I don't even know how to explain it. There's so much dynamics to the people that I've worked with. And some of it is probably my own stuff getting triggered and it's not the reality of what they, where they're at, but they're also just very different millennial kind of yeah and they, they, so they, they think differently or they act differently and they have different values sometimes yeah 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 so, it doesn't no, mean that they don't like me but either you know yeah so it may not be is it is it important to recognize that it may not be personal and yet you're coming from different places yeah, and it's just hard because I took it, I think because I'm tired today, and yeah. I'm just, I think there's so many changes coming up right now for me that I'm feeling, I, get sick, I, get, I don't know, I get sick, I get like mopey and depressed too. Yeah, um, yeah. But, well, because one of the things is that if you start feeling vulnerable or feeling that it's like it's too much going on, is yeah. it possible that you feel like, you know, it's too much for me to handle? I, I don't want to deal with all of these. It's too much. Yeah. yeah. And I think, too, I've been waiting for this job to change, and I know it's not I know it's not going to change until at least the end of January. Not January. Oh, really? June. No, no, June. June. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, that's not the right month. The end of June is, you know, I'm hoping, and I think that's when it is going to change, but there's always this little... Well, they have to hire someone first in my position. Um, so just knowing that that change is coming, I actually went and because where I'm going to work is on the campus. So I went over to my office and I actually rearranged the furniture and got that set up. That felt good. Um, but it still feels like it's like this distant reality. And I'm just tired. I'm just tired of having to talk to so having many to people. Wait and not be not be able to have what you really stuff. want. Yeah, and just dynamics at my job. A lot of the reasons why I want to leave. I'm just tired of those things. And then the other—it's <laughs> not stupid, but it's kind of stupid. That feels connected to all this is that I've been wanting to get a kitten because we have a cat, and he's about five. And we had gone to the shelter, and we were, were going to help them out with our girl with the girl stuff. We're going to help them out like with donations and stuff. But while I was there, they were like, oh, and cats are really pack animals and companion, you know, so I'm thinking, oh, my cat really needs a companion, you know, like he's probably very lonely when I'm when we're not around. And so we bought all the stuff. We went um, to the shelter to get, they had gotten some kittens, and there was this huge line. So 
so there's no way that we were going to get kittens. And I took Rachel with me, my stepdaughter. Then we tried again that later that day at Pet, PetSmart, but you have to fill out this application. The cat we wanted um, already got adopted. Um, so I feel like last weekend I didn't get a cat because we went to Canada, and then this week I can probably finally do it. But I feel so... Like not, Things are not going the way that you want them to. So. I'm not. Yeah, and just I like it when it feels like it happens, like it's supposed to happen, like it's kismet. You know, things like this. I wanted to have, like my husband and everything. Like, I feel like they're important things, and I feel like they need to happen. Um, with a sense of excitement and joy, you know, and yeah, and now I, you know, and they finally have kittens again, and so I'm gonna see if I can get off work a little to go, but. They're only, I was hoping for a female kitten, and they only have three males. It's not exactly a huge deal, I can, but, you know, I don't know. I, and I'm just so confused because I've been looking at every pet place around and, like, applying, and I don't know. Now I don't know what, to, you know, like, how am I going to know what the right cat is for us? And, and then I'm worried, what if I get one and they don't get along? I'm like, oh, I, I really don't want that. So many things to worry about, huh? I so that's, know. Like, that's so many things to consider. I know, and it's all changes. And then I think Rachel, too, she got into a school. Sorry, I'm just going to go on and on here, but Rachel just, we found out she got into a school. So you, can a, tell me, you can tell me, are you, as long as you're tapping, are you tapping through the points? Oh, uh, I will tap. Yeah, yeah I'm not Good. <laughs> all right, let me, uh, tap, I'm tapping now. So Rachel, she got into a school that we were trying to get to this other school, which I'm kind of glad she didn't get into, but now we just found out she got into a, a school that her brother went to. And there was something about it that I felt overwhelmed too, and I was kind of like, I need to pull out of this because I'm getting upset about it. And I didn't want her to go um, because I feel like I finally just settled on her staying at the school she's at. And I think there's something, too, about if she goes to this other school, then she's not going to be friends with the girl she's friends with, and she's in Girl Scouts with these girls. And then, like, I feel like we're only going to have maybe one more year of Girl Scouts together. And I've found close, you know, I've made some good female friendships through that. So I feel like she's growing up, and the stuff where the bonds us right now is not going to be there, and then we're just not going to have anything to bond us. And then I'm going to now have a reason to hang out with these female friends. And know. then, yeah, yeah. So there's something that is coming up. Yeah, okay. So there's something that is that makes you sad about that. There's something about it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Say that again? Oh, I'm just taking my bracelets off so they don't jingle. Cause I'm... Okay. Yeah. No, I, oh, I had I had three bracelets on that were going to jingle if I tapped them. So I, oh, I see. I see. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So, no, no problem. So what is it that there's, there's this sadness about, you know, Rachel, but somehow you're taking it on. There's something that is affecting you, right? Well, yeah. I, I just feel like I feel scared for her. I don't know. You know, these kids are from a a better socioeconomic place. And I'm like, what if they're mean to her? Or what if the boys... I'm, like, going all over the place. Like, what if they're, like, 
sexually harass her. Like, you know, I know kids are grabby now in, like, high schools and she's going into middle school, but, you know, or what if they're mean to her or... Yeah. What if she loses, you know, her self-confidence? So... So tapping to the point and just, yeah, exactly. I am really worried about her. I'm really scared for her. I'm scared for her. And I, I feel like I just don't know what her decision is. And I'm like, this, you know, that and the casting. And then the, the school thing, I kind of more like, but that's not my decision. Yeah. And I kind of have to pull out because, like, I don't want to get too emotionally involved because, I'll just be upset because I'll feel like my voice isn't heard ever. And yet I really care about her and I want the best for her. Yeah. Yeah. And how about if you say something like, and I I really, I, I wish that I had somebody worrying about me when I was her age. <laughs> I wish I did have somebody worrying about me. When I was her age. And did you? Um, I don't think so. I don't feel like... I think I should have moved. I would have loved to have moved high school. Like, moved within school. I was yeah. not happy at school. Um, but I just... I, I don't think they knew that. Or... I, yeah. And I had a big... I had a big incident when I was younger... I think something that led up to it. I, mean, I didn't have friends. I don't remember having friends in kindergarten and first grade. And then, and then, I, then there's this one kid that used to call me it because my mom would cut my hair really mm-hmm. short. And mm-hmm. so he would call me it because I wasn't a boy or a girl. Uh, How old were you? Uh, I think I was like. Probably eight, seven or eight. And then I just remember running out, crying into the school field. Kind of like it just, things had just built up. And, like, finally, like, people at school, like, the vice principal and, like, I don't know who else, but was just kind of like, oh, like, she's not okay. Yeah. Like, and then started talking to some other kids to kind of, like, Tell you know, not tell them to be my friend, but be friendly to me. Yeah. And did that work? What's that? Did that work? Yeah, no, it did. It helped. Then yeah, then I then I was in a group of some friends, and that that helped for a little while. But then the then when we hit middle school, not the first year, but the second year, I think it was like sixth grade. This one girl was just really mean, and she would always, like, single you out um, or single one person out so that no one would talk to them. And so so I just I just ignored her, and I sat by myself for, like, about a month because I was kind of like, screw you. I don't care. <laughs> like, I can just, you know, I can wait this out. Yeah. So... I don't know. Ah, yeah, and I, I, and I, I can't blame other people though because I mean, in my adult life, 
I'm very on and off with people. I'm very friendly at one point, and then if I'm having a bad mood or if I'm like just my energy is really low, like I get drained. I don't want to talk to people. I don't smile. I don't, you know, or I kind of, you know, with them a little bit. So it's not But yes, there's something something about... That it, there's something about Rachel. So I want you to just stay with stay with these for a moment. Notice what is happening because we're having these little this little very squirrely little yeah. hairy creature again that is running all over the place, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, I think that's exactly how they feel. Yeah. And did you ever, by the way, did you feed it and visit it a little bit? I did. I did. Okay. I had a little. It was. It, it's funny. It's like I could I could stay there and pet it a little bit. I could feed it. Um, still, don't trust it exactly, but I can be in its presence. Okay. Yeah. So it's okay for us to connect with it without him having to run away all over the place. Try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because there's there's a lot of emotions that are he's holding, and he's like it's not comfortable, right? So it's like, okay, we're just not gonna go there, and yet it's like my sense is that all the changes that are taking place, or that are not taking place, so there's lots of the changes that you're looking forward to that are not quite happening. And then there's there's things that are up in the works, like Rachel's school, that you're not even, you're feeling anxious because you don't know if it's going to be a good thing or not. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to be for her. Yeah. It's going to be the right decision, and I don't want to hurt her. But that is what it's bringing up for you, is how school was challenging for you. Right, the school was not an easy thing, and there were there were no. there was a lot to navigate. Yeah, yeah. Right, was so bringing fear and insecurity, and wanting to protect her. I'm guessing, right? Yeah, yeah. And feeling the sadness that you were not protected the way that you needed, and in addition to that. If you're still tapping, if one of the pieces that is really big is that you're also in a situation where you want to protect her and you do have a say, but your say is kind of limited. Yeah. Well, and I think well, too, there's this part, she's growing up, too, and it's like, I'm right. just sad about that. I, I really enjoyed these ages with her, and I feel like it's not going to be the same. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's that the sadness that if she's she's changing and you're not your connection is gonna change and she you're not gonna be as important in her life, your little girl. Yeah, we're not gonna be close. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So that's and and what is this is. So is it about separating? Is it about not being important to her anymore? Her growing and just losing the degree of... Leaving. Please don't leave. 
Yeah. So emotionally first, and then so physically we. Yeah. And you're you're the of all the children. It sounds like you're the closest to her. You, she keeps she's yeah. the one that you're closest to. Yeah. Yeah, she is the one closest to. And I yeah. feel like she she kind of made it the way too. It's like even if I tried to pull away, she wouldn't let me. So I feel mm. like. But I feel like she, she's kind of like her mom though. Sometimes very flippant. Yeah. And like she could just use me and then lose me kind of feeling, so. Mm. So I feel this kind of push-pull with her. Yeah. Yeah. So even though I am really grieving a lot right now. Even though I'm really grieving a lot right now. Take a breath and blow it out. I want to honor my feelings. I want to honor my feelings. Because the truth is, Rachel is growing. The truth is, Rachel is growing. Yeah. Even though, even though Rachel is growing and I'm really scared of losing our connection. Even though she's, she's growing, I am really scared of losing that connection with her. Because she's very special to me. She's very special to me. And I really, I really feel very protective of her. So very protective of her. Just like I wish some, yeah, go ahead. So I was going to say, I think part of it is too, she really is a stunningly beautiful girl, little girl. And like, I'm very worried for her, how that's going to affect her. Yeah. And we'll use her because she's pretty, you know, like Yeah. So did you or have she, incidents or she will challenge herself because people will do things for her. You know, like I just worry about that. Say say that again, say the investing again, please. I worry that um she won't challenge herself too because she's so she's really a beautiful, beautiful girl that people are gonna do things for her. And I feel yeah. like I don't want her to be late, not lazy, but like. Yeah, but, you know, yeah, no, not really apply herself because she can get yeah. things done easily. Yeah. 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 I want her to have a good life and and not be afraid to experience different things. Yeah. I truly want the best for her. I truly want the best for her. I do. Yeah, and I want her to be happy and safe. I want her to be happy and safe. And I'm really scared because I know that as she she grows, I'll have less input in her life. I am really scared because if she grows, I'm going to have less input in her life. And, you know, I don't want her to use her beauty to stay to stand in the way of her happiness. I don't want her youth, her youth and beauty to stand in the way of her happiness. Because it's you know people will probably do things for her because she's so beautiful. People will do things for her because she's so beautiful. And she will get attention, and sometimes maybe not even positive attention. She will get attention. It may not be positive attention, 
And I'm scared about it. I'm worried. Yeah. It's not going to be genuine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Did that happen to you, Erin? Oh, no, I was never that beautiful. <laughs> no, but not, not that piece, but just getting attention that you really didn't want. Um, I, mean, I got negative attention. Yeah. Yeah. But as a little girl, because see that I'm, my my guess is that you're concerned that she's going to get negative attention or attention she doesn't want for being beautiful or for being a girl. I feel like it's going to, because of her personality, sometimes I feel like she'll rely on that and mm. she won't grow as a person. You know, and I see her, her mom kind of doesn't do much, like have interests, like she doesn't have many interests and she doesn't do much with her life. She doesn't work, even a half-time job. She's hardly, you know, and I don't know. I just want her to experience things. To feel good about herself and her life and not be, follow the modeling of her mother. Yeah, but to be honest, as I'm saying it, I'm thinking, part of it, I want her to have a hard life too, like, because I've had a hard life. You know, so that's kind of that mean part of me that just, like, why... why Not get everything easy. And I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And on top of it, you don't want her to be like her mother, who's actually probably taking money from, you know, from your husband and not doing much at all for herself. Right. Right, Right. so that's, that's another piece. Yeah, and wow, this is a really complex What's that? Sorry. Is it any time something is inconvenient with mom? She doesn't. She doesn't want to do it. Like, so. If it's so every time work. that she has, every time that she was, she doesn't. I missed that one. I'm sorry. So every, I feel like there are just certain things that she seems like she's willing to do the work, but when it comes down to it. She'll just talk about it, but then Eric's the one ending up doing it. Uh-huh. Um, or if it's inconvenient for her, she doesn't want to, like, especially with driving stuff, she doesn't want to do it. But she'll expect yeah. him to do it. And he ends up doing it? No, she'll just won't do it. She won't, if she, you know, I, oh, no, I can't drive out there or, you know. Yeah. But she'll have no problem asking Eric to do it. Right. And it's also that, in a way, it's like, it, it, it is pretty complex, right? Because one of the things that is happening is that, um, now, she gets, I'm guessing, she, does she get some child support or alimony or something? Yeah, yeah she gets a lot. <laughs> That's it. There it is. Yeah. You had a hard life. You had to put up with a lot. And here is this girl that you, on one hand, you really love, and on the other hand, she's, you're really scared she's going to be like, you know, in a way, a bitch like her mother and just right. like back other people. Other people will be working for her and she's just going to do nothing. She's just going to wait around and be a lazy buddy and you yeah. don't want that for her. No, because I don't think that's a full life. I don't think that's a healthy life. Yeah. So on the one hand, I hope you're still tapping through the points, right? I am, yep, yeah. Yeah. 
on the one hand, I actually want want Rachel to be happy. Yeah, on the one hand, I do want Rachel to be happy. And on the other hand, I know that by having challenges in life, one learns. Yep, and I do. I do know that. Yeah, having challenges in life, you learn. Right. Go ahead, because there's something else coming up for you. Yeah, go ahead. I think, I think you learn, and I think you grow, and I think you become a better person, and you're independent, and you don't have to worry. It is probably uh, you don't have to depend on anybody else. Right, and you don't. You're because that's probably not a good thing. I don't know. No, it's like you become, yeah, you, through challenges and, and overcoming things is that we actually become stronger and, and you know, and, you know, in a lot of ways, better be, be better persons. Yeah. So you're concerned that she's going to have things too easy. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, I think the biggest concern is both both a concern and a bit of a resentment, I'm guessing, towards her, the possibility that she could end up like her mom. Yeah. Yeah. And then we uh. won't get along. <laughs> and what? And then we won't really get along because it's hard for me to respect that. And, and, and I have to be guarded because I'm always feeling like I've got to I'm going to be somehow used. Like, nice. it, it seems like it's all friendly and nice, and then there's that zinger where it's like, you just asked me for something you really shouldn't be asking me for. I shouldn't I shouldn't be doing this for you. Or, you know, and I and I do a lot with Rachel. I'll be like, I'm not doing that for you. You do, you do that for yourself. Don't ask yeah. people to do something for you. You can do yourself. I say that to her all the time. So this is one interesting point because as you keep on tapping, I would like to see these, repeat these after me. I feel caught in a bind because I really love Rachel. I feel caught in a bind because I really love Rachel. And I want her to be happy. I want her to be happy. And I feel like to a degree I'm actually grieving that she's growing. And I, and to a degree, I do believe I am grieving because she's growing. And yet, there's a part of me that wants to stay connected. And there's a part of me that wants to stay connected. So I want to do whatever she asks of me, or I, I have a, an internal conflict about this. I have an internal conflict about this, yeah. I want you to see this. As you keep on tapping, do you see that there's one part of you who... Because you're scared of losing the connection, you may not even realize that you may be willing to do things so you are connected with her, and yet that may not be the best for her in the end. Mm. You see that? Yeah, I, I think I need... I see that I have to let her go. Well, more than let her I don't, go, I don't, I don't think that that's necessarily the solution. What I... What I think is that it's it's important to recognize that with children, sometimes... See, I remember so clearly the moment that I wanted to be, you know, have... Because I was a divorced mom, I wanted to have a great connection with my daughter, so I wanted her to love me. And, you know, and I wanted to do things that would make her feel be happy with me. 
Right. Right, and that she wouldn't be upset. But that would also mean that I would never, um, I had a very hard time setting very strong boundaries, asking for things that I thought that she needed to do or learn, like, you know, chores or things like that. Because she didn't want to do that. She just wanted to be, you know, sit back and read or sit back and, you know, draw or whatever she wanted to do. And so she sees that, I'm wondering, is there also a time, do you have, can you actually be, be connected with her and still be the parents, still set boundaries that would be good for her. Does that make sense, what I'm saying? I, I guess you're saying, are you saying that, I guess I'm not sure, are you saying that I need to be setting boundaries with her? Well, not necessarily putting boundaries, but I'm curious if there's anything, because see, one of the things that you're, I'm, I'm curious if this happens or not. Do you find that sometimes you do things for her or with her, um, uh-huh. because you, you because you want to connect with her, uh, and you may forgive her things because you you don't want her to be upset with you. Does that ever happen? Maybe I'm just assuming uh, something and it's not true. I think that I do want to do things with her. Um, I want her to be connected to me. Um, I think I'm always on my guard about her taking advantage, so I think I'm always a little more snippy and on that too much. Mm, okay. So, so I, I will do things with her, um, but there's always this kind of, where is that coming from? Is that genuine, or is that you trying to take, you know, take advantage? And I think so. You don't fully yeah, trust. Yeah, because I don't trust her mom. <laughs> and she's wow. like her. So right. I have a hard time. But I think it's more the internal conflict of both those things happening. I love her, but I don't always trust. Because and you sometimes to... she's being a kid. She's just being a kid. And I got to, I have to remember that. Like, yeah. not trying to be manipulative. She's just a kid. Yeah. But is it possible that, in a way, uh, is she the youngest or is she the, she's the yeah. only girl, right? Yeah, only girl and youngest. And how old was she when you came into the family? Uh, three and a half. Oh, my God. Okay, got it. So she has been to a degree like your little girl, your girl. Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. the only little girl I'm going to have. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's really, so. How do you feel about her? Um. Yeah, I love her. Um, and she can be really wonderful. Yeah. Um, but when she was younger, she would also be very. She's very psychosomatic. Like she had a lot of um, ailments. Like always talking about headaches or this or that. Like. To kind of get attention, mm-hmm. and that would drive me crazy because I'm very like, I'm very the opposite. I don't like drama, and to me that was being dramatic. Mm. So I would get really annoyed with her. Um, but then I realized sometimes I have to be. When she was younger, I realized you know, I have to 
she might be doing some of this stuff because she's not feeling connected to me. Yeah. And I had to, you know. Yeah, and I'm curious if also, see, one of the kids are so smart, so I'm curious if, first, it's possible that her mom it can be a little bit like that, like, you know, just like, oh, I cannot do this because I don't feel well or I'm tired or I have a headache or whatever, and it's a way that she gets, you know, she gets to do whatever she wants. And I'm curious. I may be completely making this up, but as a little girl, maybe that's the way that she decided to really get to you because kids are so smart that they figure out that if you are guarded towards, you know, towards her and she really wanted to connect with you, everybody tends to really be very loving to a kid that is sick. Yeah. Right? And yet I think that you even had a hard time with that. Yeah, no, I did. <laughs> I had a really hard time. Um, yeah. But I think that's my personality too. I'm not exactly empathetic around some of that stuff. I kind of am like a suck it up kind of person. Yeah. So, you know, so and, and that speaks volumes about how you were raised. How I do what? How you were raised. Did you actually have oh, yeah. much of, right? Yeah. Like you didn't have much of a possibility for caring and being loved yeah. and held yeah. because you were not My mom feeling well. Right. Right. So it's like, okay. And is she continuing to do, to feel, to be like that or not as much anymore? Not as much anymore. No, not, um, she's been whining a little bit, but she's definitely not as, I mean, well, she's still, she does have her, she's got a, a noise maker when she goes to bed. She's got a face mask. She's got melatonin. She has like, for a little bit, she gets set up, but it doesn't feel, I don't feel I have to be emotionally connected to all that. Like I've kind of separated myself out of it, and I don't feel she needs me. I can feel when she's. I feel like I can feel it when she's pulling me emotionally in, and that's why I resent her for it because I don't like that. I feel like I'm being used. Um, so, but she doesn't do that as often now. That um, she wouldn't make that. You would do things for her because you're not feeling well, and you would feel sucked in and taken advantage of. Um, yeah, or, yeah, if, if she's, yeah, I think that's right. And so, so, so right now she's how old? She's 10. She's 10 now, right. And she's, she's sleeping with an eye mask, a noisemaker, and she has to take melatonin, is that what you said? Yeah, I mean, I don't know that she takes the melatonin all the time, but now she's got all her books, so she'll read at night. But she definitely has, like, certain things she had to do, like, had to have in order to go to sleep. Now she can live, she, you know, if she doesn't have it, she's not. Before she would come down to our room and, like, you know, come down crying and be like, oh, you know, something. And I'd bring her back upstairs and be like, hey, you go to bed, here's your stuff, or I'd read to her, or her dad would do it, you know, but she'd come back down, you know, like, she'd get herself stuck. Yeah. But now she doesn't do that. Um, and even, we even watched this, a little bit of a spooky movie, it was like a kid movie, but it was still kind of 
spooky. We watched that the other night. It was just her and I, and, and uh, my husband was on a business trip, and I was almost expecting, I was like, I wonder if she's going to come down tonight. Yeah. But she didn't. Hmm. So that was good. Yeah. So I, I could see how there's a there's a, a a pretty conflicted connection with her. And on one, on one hand, you love her, you want her to be really happy, and on the and also, um, you get you get annoyed because she has a tendency, like you know, like her mom a little bit of just taking advantage of her beauty, getting people to do things for her. And that I think annoys the heck out of you. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Now, are you actually loving towards her and supportive and do you do you talk with I, her I, much? I try to. Um I also try not to do too much. Like I've tried to find a balance of which is really hard because I feel like sometimes I pull out too much. It's hard to know where the very middle is, but I try to be loving, supportive. I try to talk to her, especially I try to like, because her mom's terrible, like about intimacy and like and resolving conflict. Um, mom can't tolerate at all. And Rachel's definitely gotten better listening to conversations about talking about feelings and like, you know, why I was upset or why I was frustrated or. Like, yeah. I'll try to explain things to her. Because <clears throat> I want her to feel like, I don't want her to just to feel like, like with my dad, it was all like, it was just anger and stuff. And he never explained himself. And I think that yeah. would have helped a lot. So I try, I do try to explain myself to her. But I apologize to her sometimes when I said, you know, I'm like, you know, maybe I can handle that better. So you're really you're really wanting to do something to be a completely different parent, but there's something that comes up for you around her. Is it the grieving that she's growing, or there's a there's more to it? Is it what saying again? Is it the grieving because she's growing, or there's other aspects as well with her? I think little... that's triggering right now. The grieving, the whole changing schools. There's something about that that makes me feel like I'm losing her somehow. Yeah. And that age, 10, I mean, I just feel like she's preteen. She's, you know, and I don't, I just don't think she's going to do scouts very much longer. And, um, you know, that, that she's at a nice age. She's, like, reading a lot and, you know, she'll still talk to you. There's not too much attitude yet, <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. She still wants because to be around you, is, uh... you know. The boys, how old are the boys? The boys, 19 and um, 15. The 15-year-old, oh. yeah, he's okay, but he, you know, he kind of grunts you to answer you. Um, I have to be very careful about being too involved with him. And the oldest, definitely better now. Um, I love him. Uh, I really enjoy having him around. Hmm. Um but you know, but but also, but you know, he's the oldest. You know, I didn't, I definitely didn't. And I, you know, I mean, their mom's involved. Like it's not, you know, I mean, she's not a bad mom. She's a good mom. She's, yeah. You know, she's, and I think that's partly why she isn't working full time. But I, 
It's kind of That's weird. That's true, huh? He's done less work, though, as they've gotten older. I'm like, it usually is the opposite. Usually you work a little more as they get older, but. Yeah, but she's, she's still, she's yeah, she's still, yeah. She's there but so, so there's, a, there's a lot, if you see how it's all a little, mix, like, all com, a little convoluted, right? Because it seems yeah. to me that Rachel, Rachel is, like, combining so many. Are you still tapping, by the way? Yep, I am. Yep. Good, good. So do you see that we're getting to the crux of something here? Because there's something at the core of these that it's about life and how life, um, involves right now the grieving for her, but also everything that you wish that you had as a little girl and at the same time valuing the challenges that you had that have, uh, you know, that have gotten you to who you are today. Yeah. So there's so much in this grieving of her, but it's of, of her growing. Now, Right now, as you connect with the sadness of her growing, changes schools, you know, she may not do the Girl Scouts much longer, and you connect with that sadness and see where it's at. Do I connect with what? If you connect with the sadness of her growing, um, how, intense, yeah. how intense does it feel right now? Um, I mean, it feels like a seven, like, Great. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's just start. We do some target tapping. Okay. Let's go into karate chop point together. Okay. Even though I'm really sad that Rachel is growing. Even though I'm really sad that Rachel is growing. And she's changing schools. And she's changing schools. Which may actually not be the best for her which may not actually be the best for her. And I'm really concerned about what can happen from now on. I'm really concerned about what's going to happen from now on. Because she's so pretty. She's so pretty. That people tend to do things for her. That people tend to do things for her. On top of it, she's the baby of the family. On top of it, she's the baby of the family. So everybody is really wonderful with her. Everybody's really wonderful with her. Is that true? Yeah. 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 I am really concerned about her growing up and losing our connection. I'm really concerned about her growing up and losing our connection. Take a deep breath. Blow it out. I want to honor all of my feelings. I want to honor all of my feelings. Especially the sadness. Especially the sadness. Even though Rachel is growing up. Even though Rachel is growing up. And I really want her to be happy. I really want her to be happy. And yet I don't know how, what, what influence I could have on her. Yeah, I don't know what influence it's going to have on her. I feel that as she grows, she might just take me or leave me. I feel like if she grows, she's going to take me or leave me. And I really get concerned about that. And I am concerned about that. I'm actually really sad about it. 
I'm actually really sad about it. Because I feel like she's being a daughter to me. I feel like she's been a daughter to me. And I really love her. And I really love her. Take a breath. I want to accept all of who I am. I want to accept all of who I am. With kindness and compassion. With kindness and compassion. Tapping through the points. Rachel is glowing. Say it again. Rachel is growing. Oh, Rachel is growing. Yeah. And I feel that somebody's taking my little girl from me. I feel like someone's taking my little girl from me. I may not be able to reach her and connect with her. I may not be able to reach her and connect with her. I may not be able to influence her in a positive way. I may not be able to influence her in a positive way. I wish I could have done things differently. Is that true? Do you wish the certain things you could have done differently? Is there anything I wish I could have done differently? Yeah. Do you, is there any, like, being more more open to her, more affectionate? Fine, more loving, more open. More loving, yeah. More uh, not afraid to, to be guarded, not to be less guarded with her. Yeah. I wish that she knew how important she is to me. I wish she knew how important she is to me. And I'm so sorry that I have been so guarded with her. I am so sorry I've been so guarded with her. It's not easy for me to open my heart. It's not easy for me to open my heart. And show how much I care. And show how much I care. And I'm really sad that it may be too late. And I'm really sad it may be too late. Take a breath and blow it out. What if it's not too late? What if it's not too late? (laughs) What if I still have a chance to let her know that I do care? What if if I still have a chance to let her know I still do care? I am open to the possibility that that might be the case. I am open to the possibility that that might be the case. Maybe maybe this is a time where I can open up to her and we have a different connection. Maybe this is a time where I can open up to her and we can have a different connection. Maybe I can let her know how much I love her. Maybe I can let her know how much I love her. I remember being that age. I remember being that age. And I remember that I really needed someone. I remember that I really needed someone. I would have loved to have somebody that was really there for me. I would have loved to have someone who was really there for me. Someone who I could count on when I felt conflicted or sad. Someone I could count on when I felt conflicted or sad. Someone that I could talk with when I was scared. Someone I could talk to when I was scared. Someone that I would really have my back. Someone who would really have my back. Maybe this is actually the perfect time for me to have this connection with Rachel. Maybe this is the perfect time for me to have this connection with Rachel. 
because I remember very clearly that I could I could have someone like me at that age. I remember very clearly that I needed someone like me at my age. And yet there's a part of me that is scared to be that vulnerable with her. Yes, there is a part of me that's scared to be that vulnerable with her. What if she ends up taking advantage of me? What if she ends up taking advantage of me? And she just hooks me and then just throws me away or just discards me. When she hooks me and throws me away, discards me. That would be so painful. That would be so painful. And yet, I'm really hurting from keeping myself guarded. And yet, I'm really hurting from keeping myself guarded. And disconnected from her. And disconnected from her. Not truly letting her know how much I care. Not truly letting her know how much I care. I'm open to considering the possibility. I'm open to considering the possibility of being more open and honest with her. Of being more open and honest with her. And to the degree that it, you know, that it suits a 10-year-old. And to the degree that it suits, I didn't hear that last part. A 10-year-old, ten, a right? A little girl. Cause oh, a 10-year-old. Yeah. yeah. I could communicate with her openly and share how much I love her. And communicate and share with her openly how much I love her. I have a lot to gain. I have a lot to gain. And even though it's a risk, even though it's a risk, I have overcome a lot worse things. I have overcome a lot worse things. <laughs> Isn't that true? <laughs> What's that? Isn't that true? That is true, yeah. Yeah. So maybe I will consider the possibility of opening my heart a bit to her. Maybe I will consider the possibility of opening my heart up to her. Ah, to her and to myself. Then it was part again? To her and to myself. To her and to myself, yeah. Maybe I will choose to make this wall a little thinner. They all choose to make this wall a little bit thinner? Yeah. I can always build it up. I can always build it up. But it would be nice to know that I can also spy over it and connect with people in a more loving way. It would be nice to know I can climb over and connect with people in a more loving way. This wall has kept me safe. Also kept me safe. But also has isolated me. It's also isolated me. Maybe it's time. Maybe it's time. To create a door. Create a door. I can open it up whenever I want to. I can open it up whenever I want to. Take a deep breath. And as you tap on your on your your heart chakra, right in the center of your chest. Mm, my heart is really craving connection and love. 
My heart is really creating a connection with love. And it's actually bursting wide open. And it's actually bursting wide open. And though I'm a little scared. Though I'm a little scared. I may give it a chance. I may give it a chance. Something absolutely amazing might happen. Something absolutely amazing might happen. And the level of joy and happiness that I might feel might be worth the risk. And the joy and happiness that I may feel might be worth the risk. You take a deep breath. Ah, blow it out. How are you feeling? Good. Mm-hmm. So where is the sadness that Rachel growing? Where is it at right now? If you connect with it. It's um it's sad but not like intense. And it's got I don't know, my my thought can definitely go right to the there's another way to go. Yeah. And what would you you say it is from a zero to ten? How sad are you? If you were to guess, you don't have to be precise. Right, right. How how it feels now with the Mm rage of sadness? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say like a five. Okay. Yeah. So it is it, it is quite complex because there's so much and there's a lot that we haven't addressed about your own childhood, which is at the core of these for sure. Um, and I do want to share with you in the last couple of minutes we have that my relationship with my daughter, and I know it's my daughter, so it's highly different or, or a bit, you know, a bit different, um, but my relationship with her, because she's now 14, and uh, I feel like it has really grown and become so, like, closer in a different way. Like, we're both more aware of how important we are to each other. Yeah. Uh, it's been really beautiful. Because I was also, I've always been, I constantly tell her, like, why can't you just go to being little again? Why, are you, why do you have to grow so much? I say crazy things like that. I guess it's because I'm a mom. I, I can. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, and uh, you know, sometimes we play that she's my little girl again. And But there's there's a lot that has really, really brought us a lot closer, I would say, than when she was eight or nine. Yeah. So. Not encouraging. <laughs> Yeah, oh, absolutely, absolutely, because it's a different level of connection, and I want you to go back to those years. Those are really major years, 10 through, like, I would say 17, 18. That's, that's major change years, and uh, my my guess, Erin, is that these, the deep level of sadness you're tapping on, you're, you know, patching upon, it's a lot more connected with your your also your experience of feeling so alone during that time and that you didn't feel like there was somebody there for you. Yeah. And that you had to do it on your own and maybe that's when those walls actually were raised. Yeah. I think it's definitely a wall. 
Yeah. And maybe the next time we meet, we could actually look at that wall a little closer and uh, see what it's made of. Doesn't We don't have to tear it down or anything, but just be um, just more mindful and noticing what's happening and if there's any anything that you may want to do with it. Well, I like the idea of when you're talking about climbing over the wall, but yeah. not just staying stuck behind it. So, that was good. Wonderful. Mm. Ah, okay. So we're getting somewhere. See that little hairy little creature? Let us just grab it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about our work now? Good. Like I, yeah. I think it's good. I think it's. I think I feel seen, which is very important. Yeah, absolutely. And that there's, and you're still, you know, you're still um, having an easier time. I, I totally honor that you're having an easier time talking about things that are happening and things that are happening today. And uh, it's not as easy to talk about things that happened in the past because it's just so, yeah. so too charged. Which it is okay. Okay, yeah. like you said, you want to know that I'm going to stick around. I'm not just going to drop the ball on you and say, forget it, lady, you're too much to handle. Yeah, and I think, too, like, they all go back to that anyway. <laughs> yes. You know, the present stuff definitely, for me, is definitely connected to the past, so. Yeah, absolutely. It so we'll, we'll get to it. Yeah. So we're seeing what... We're talking again um, next Wednesday. Okay? Yep, that works. <laughs> so I'm going to be in, in Mexico for the weekend, uh, and I'm going to be at Florida training, but please reach out to me, you know? So feel free if something comes up, if you have a dream or something that you want to share, uh, I'm, I may try to respond, and if not, I'll respond as soon as I get back. But Know that, that I'm here, okay? Thank you. I hope you have a great yes. time. It sounds like Thank fun. Thank you. Yes, it will be fun. It will be probably uh, exciting and tiring, you know, because I'm going to be on my own meeting three days. So that's going to be a lot. But, um, yeah, it's going to be really wonderful, too. So these are all for entrepreneurs that are wanting to start their, their business. So, yep. Yeah. So big, big hug to you, and be kind to Thank yourself. You. Drink lots of water, okay, and rest. I will, and thanks, and hugs to you, too. <laughs> okay, bye now, Aaron. Thank you, bye. Thank you, bye-bye.